I appreciate this. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Project Love Yourself. Welcome. This is the second episode of Project Love Yourself, and I have a very, very special guest with me. I have followed her on the gram (laughs) for a very long time, and I've been very inspired by your story. Um, I have with me Nova. Thank you. Going into this, I was kind of like shy about it because I didn't know how to even ask you to be on my podcast. I still find it so strange to just hit up random people or people that like, I'm always like, oh my God, this is so inspiring. This person is so inspiring. And, you know, I was just like, I think anyone, I was kind of fearful of like getting like a no or like a rejection or like, you're weird, Dasha, don't write me. (laughs) But um, I'm glad, I'm glad that you came here to see me today and I'm really glad that you're on this podcast say thank you so much I'm so grateful and full of gratitude you do not know when I received the message I was like sure why not I've been following you too mm-hmm. and um, I read all your positive notes and I'm like yes she hit home with that oh that's awesome <laughs> others I hope they, they get the same message so thank you so I really appreciate this opportunity. It's really nice. And I've never done this, met anyone um, from office social media. And uh, yeah, so this is new for me. I'm very shy, so don't mind me. Okay, so let's work on the shyness. Well, let's work on my shyness too. So we're both (laughs) on the same page, trust me. Um, So you talk a lot about, one, your weight loss journey and how you've evolved and changed I mean I've seen it in your posts of course everyone can see it in your pictures but I know that weight loss and changing your body is so much more than just a gym workout Mm -hmm. so I want you know I always want to know like how you got from A to Z and what made you want to change so drastically, not just on the outside, but on the inside? Um, a few years ago, I don't know how many years ago, I started my, like, six or seven years ago, I started and I lost weight. And um, it was different. I, I was younger, and I did it for the look. It wasn't only for the health, and then my health became an issue. Right. And um, I gained all the weight back that I originally lost, maybe even more. So I went from like 210 to 140, 150, 140. Mm -hmm. And then um, in there, I did not take care of myself. I wasn't eating healthy. Uh, I was starving myself. I did everything for the look. Oh, everyone, you know, oh, you lost weight. You look great. But I didn't realize that it was a lot more to it than just that. So my health became an issue, and I bounced right back up to about 240, 245, somewhere around there. Right. And um, I remember having to go to work on the bus, and I was like, wait a minute. I'm having trouble getting up on the step. You know how the bus step? Yeah. So the the, uh, bus driver lowered the bus. I was like, oh, my God, how embarrassing. Right. And then my grandson's uh, birthday party I said, I'm not taking pictures with anyone. Um, this is about three years ago. So I'm not taking pictures with anyone. And 
so everyone posted pictures. I was not in any pictures, but I was on a reflection of a mirror. Right. And I saw it. And I said, oh, my God. Having troubles getting on and off the bus, getting out of bed, feeling aches and pains. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just saying, you know what? Maybe it's time. So I kind of played around with eating a little healthier. And then um, I said, no, I have to do this the right way. Right. And I started eating healthier. I did not document anything from June. It was about, I'm going on two years now for this journey. From June to about the middle of July, I did not document anything because I said, if I fail at this, right? I just, you know, I'll put this month and a half behind me. And I lost weight. So I started at 240 about, and then I went down to 225. So I tell everyone I started in June, but documentation 225 like in July and uh, that was the start of it and then from there I said you know I want to do this correctly I I want to talk about it that it can be done naturally and rather I went to school for uh, personal training mm-hmm. um, American Academy of Personal Training and they taught me about nutrition they taught me about the anatomy and from there I was like now I'm able to tell others okay why you should do it or why, you know, um, right. what it was happening to your body. Because it's, it's huge. Transformation is huge. It Have is. I answered your question? <laughs> you, you, of course you did, yeah. And it is huge. And a lot of the times we have those moments where we fall into comparison and we're like, okay, we need to look like this. And we lose weight solely because we need to fit into a dress or look good or, you know, look like the models that we see on Instagram and everything else. But we forget that there's so much more to that. Yes. And then you have the times where you do gain all the weight back. And there are emotions attached to that. I mean, I, I when I gained all of the weight back that I lost... I I lost it because I wanted to fit a specific image years ago. So I was maybe like almost a size five or a six. And I was starving myself. I I wouldn't eat. I would just run. I would run on the treadmill and I would get home and I'd have like an apple and that's it. Mm -hmm. And being young and not educated about that kind of stuff, it really takes a toll on your entire like mental health and your emotional stability so when you did start gaining the weight back what kind of emotions were tied to it um oh I was on medication that helped me to gain all the weight because all I was doing was eating and um I was using food as for my comfort right I did I did I was just like okay that tastes awesome oh wow and then I was on these medications I can't even tell you the name of them now (laughs) and I was like so prescribing everything I don't even know how to explain and it goes from five pounds to ten pounds then twenty and next thing you know your jeans doesn't fit or right you can't do certain things or you would put on some spandex and I'm good yeah yeah and then that's it and no one it's funny that um I wish Someone around me could have said, hey, not not to put a blame on anyone, I'm sorry. Right, right. Hey, are you okay? Or like, you know, maybe try different. Yeah, it just, it just, I was eating everything. 
Yeah. I just totally just forgot. I talk a lot about on my first episode about food comfort and food addiction mm-hmm. and emotional eating and binging. And I, the same thought actually crossed my mind a couple of days ago. Like I saw a picture of myself a couple years back or even like seven months ago and I was like why didn't anyone tell me that I looked that I was this big or like that I looked like I gained like 20 30 pounds and then I also kind of put myself in check and I was like well why didn't I tell myself this yes you know at the time as I felt too yeah I could relate definitely can so why do you think that we have such a hard time facing our monsters, as I call them, or insecurities. Do you think it's like, because, I mean, there is no right answer, really. I mean, I always think it's because of fear or, like, us not wanting to just step out of that comfort zone. For me, a lot of the times, food was a comfort zone. And I knew that if I had to change, I had to, like, let go of that part. And I had to really get it together. And I had to really own up. And dig inside. Yeah. Yes. And start from all the way from deep little corners all the way inside and yeah. dig it out and face them. So while you were digging, what do you think were the hardest obstacles you had to go through while you were losing the weight the, the healthiest way possible? Um, letting go. Letting go. Yes, because the other way, the um, years ago, it's like, hi, how are you? But now it's, I I am still shy. I'm still an introvert. But um, I have to, like, I'm still working on that as well. Right. When I meet people, make sure eye contact, my right. shoulders are all back, comfortable, confident. I think that all plays uh, part with it, too. Yeah. Just letting go and... Uh, separating you know this is the past living now moving forward right and always seeing being being grateful because some of us don't have a chance to even have a, a conversation or um like this or right. uh having to relate with others so yeah being grateful. being grateful and just being present i think those were some of the things that I used to struggle with. I still struggle with being present because it's so easy to, you know, to look at yourself and say, okay, well, there's so much more fixing that needs to be done. There's so many more things that I need to work on. And like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to get through all of these things? But I think that being present and just being grateful is so important. Sometimes I'll just write down two or three things I'm grateful for just to kind of remind myself hey it's really not that bad I mean I know you think it's bad but it's really not that bad what would you say are some of your techniques that you've used to stay present or just to stay motivated um the techniques that I've used is that I have to keep my ego in check every now and then Ooh. That's a big Every one. Every now and then, I have to That's remind myself. Mm. It's the techniques that you use to get to the goals, and then moving forward, what do you continue working on? But 
once you get your goals, you have to set new, because some of us are happy with our goals. Right. All right, I completed it, but some of us want to move a little further. Right. And in order to do that, I always remind myself how to um, sympathize and empathize with others in the beginning. And that's what I hold on to. Right. Um, Because at any level, you can be a master at, let's say, from level 1 through 20. Right. And you get to 20. You're still a beginner at 20. Right. Maybe not level 1, and that's something I always want to remember how it is. And I grasp onto that. Yeah. And I think that's where my humbleness comes in and the gratitude with everything. That's how I can relate. Yeah. And especially with your story, because I was listening (laughs) I know I got your text message and you're like, oh my God, your story. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you're right. You're right. You're always a beginner somewhere. And I think that you make a really good point. When I accomplish certain goals, I always look back to the beginning. And I'm always reminding myself that, wow, this is where you started. But look at what you can do now. You know, you you couldn't run two miles and... 15 minutes last year but this year you can run this and this it's great it's amazing what the body can do if we can just take care of it and um I think that's just one of the most important things taking care of your bodies I also have a couple of questions from you from others for you from others okay um where can someone start in getting physically fit where can someone start getting physically fit? That comes from within. Where where do you actually want to start? What exactly are you looking for? Are you looking for? That's that's a that's a very general question because right you can get fit. There's different ways of being fit. You're able to run two miles in fifteen. I can't do that. Right. Um, That, I would say, would have to come from within. You have to look at what exactly you look Are you looking to lose weight? Are you looking to... What would you consider as getting fit? Right. Everyone has their own fit. Because you could be mentally fit and right. not physically fit. That's or physically so fit and not mentally fit. I hope I yeah. said it correctly. Yeah. So, um, are they looking to lose weight, gain muscle? Um, I that. Sorry, I can't really answer in that. But no, yes. but it's it's true because everybody has their own definition of fit. Some people want to lose body fat. Some people want to lose a specific amount of pounds. Some people want to lose inches. It really mm-hmm. depends on the person. Um, so I, I do agree with you. Talk to me a little bit about social media in comparison. To... Years ago or to now? <laughs> Both? To um, social media now, I believe, though it has its its moments that the message of um, having a small waist with a waist trainer and everything else can be kind of intimidating for some. It's good for the community right. as far as... Um, healthy messages have been put across how to become aware yeah um positive messages such as your project um let's see what else i actually i like the social media now because so many people are doing different things they're sharing 
their artwork. Photography is another right. Yeah, having art, um, promoting themselves or promoting others. Right. So it's I, I kind of appreciate social media now because no yeah. one would know that I've lost about a hundred pounds. Um, exactly. If it wasn't for social media, and uh, that's very true. And I think that also social media, it, it can be motivating and sometimes it can't be. It really depends mm-hmm. on who you're following and what you're doing and how you're getting the message across. I've, I'm years ago, I used to kind of be lost when it came to social media because I never knew how to get my message across without letting my ego come into play. And Pretty. yeah, the ego really gets you. That and your inner roommate in your head. And it's, I feel like a lot of the times, especially young women, and I kind of find myself still doing it at times when I'm in just a weird state. And I'll look at a picture and say, oh my God, like she's so skinny or she's so toned or wow, she really, you know, has those abs and mm-hmm. what am I doing wrong and then I I forget that one everybody has a different body two everybody has a different life and three saying that you want to be like that person is like telling God hey you made me the wrong way you know and you can lose everything that you've ever worked for in just a second you can. Or you can stay stagnant and uh, wish for something and be just... It, it can be tough in the mental the mental side. Yeah. It can hold on to you. It's not... Uh, depends on the person. Yeah. Because I've been there too. I've looked at my picture and been like, oh, I want abs like her. Or I want to do a push-up like her. Or I can't do that. Right. And, but we're, we all have our different... What we're capable of doing. Exactly. Do you think that when you were at your heaviest and when you were at your healthiest, do you think that it affected your personal relationships in any way? Um, no, because I want to allow it. But I get a lot of, mm. oh, you're too small for me. I get that a lot. Wow. You're just because everyone's so used to me being heavy. Or, right. Um, before, I used to cook very unhealthy. Tastes delicious. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but now, I'll um, curve it a little bit, put more greens on my plate. Right. And even with the family, I do the same thing. I'm like, okay, grandbaby, come. You're going to learn how to eat some spinach and yeah. kale. And I'm showing him the difference of taste. And I so, yeah, I get that a lot. So, come, you you look like you could eat a couple of burgers. And then it's like, uh, no, I'm okay. Um, thank you. And But it's okay. It all comes with, uh, it's it's all a package. Right. And not letting it, in, like, I won't let it interfere with what I'm doing. Right. And you I, won't, yeah. you won't take it personal. personal. I don't. I don't take it personal. That's a good thing about this that I right. can say I will, I've been walking with. That I did not ever take it personal. Have you ever felt like you were judged negatively when you were at your highest weight when it came to dating? People treat you different. Yeah. 
Yes, they do. They do. They treat, and they don't even see how people t- treat people. you very differently. Yes, at work and everywhere. Oh my God! I didn't realize you were that big before. Yeah, because you never even looked at me. Yeah. Or, or yeah. They just well, thanks for the comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. I get it. So, no, it's true. People treat you different. Yeah. Um, now, like I don't know, it's just little things, little things that yeah. people do treat you different. I'm glad that bus driver lowered that uh, that step for me. <laughs> because then maybe you would have never started with the thought of, right. hey, this is, this is... The little things that the universe puts in your life at times, and you have to catch it. Yeah. The universe knows exactly mm-hmm. what it's doing. Yes. But sometimes we ignore the signs. Mm-hmm. There's probably many more than the, the bus step. I think that for me... When I was at my heaviest, I noticed it one night when I was like binging on a like a box of pizza and Oreos, by the way. Oreos. And I was sitting there and I had just moved into my new apartment in Connecticut where I used to live for a little while. And I had I had no plates, no forks, nothing. And I was just eating this pizza and I was eating these Oreos. And in my mind, I wasn't even enjoying the food. I was just thinking about like the next thing because I talk a lot about being in survival mode, kind of being robotic. And then I, there was a mirror in front of me and I just, I glanced at myself very quickly and I didn't notice how different I looked until I looked at at myself in that mirror and I immediately like put the pizza down and I was like, what is happening? What am I doing? But that wasn't the beginning to, you know, a huge weight loss journey because I was still trying to deal with my emotions. And it takes a lot. It takes a lot for someone to recondition themselves and how they have a relationship with food or how they treat themselves. And that's why I think self-love is so important. Do you think that you had a hard time finding self-love for yourself when you were at your highest weight? Because a lot of people still love themselves when they are, Mm -hmm, you you know. But sometimes it just, it's like an insult to injury kind of thing. I didn't see the weight. I didn't see it so weird. I used to look at myself in the mirror. I didn't see it until until baby's uh, party. Right. I didn't see it. Um, And it took a long time to... I think self-love comes with accepting yourself. Even with flaws, whether it's sweet, whether it's whatever it is, you have to know you there's only one you you are unique mm-hmm. and that's something that you in order for me to set an example for my grandson my daughter and everyone else um, it's now that I'm actually grasping the idea of what it is to love myself mm-hmm. and it's more than just the outside casing 
now I, I know that it's when you come when you sit down at a table and you want to speak with people it's your attitude it's your confidence your mindset and um it's still something that I'm working on right but um yeah I'm, I'm learning to set an example for the little one and working my way up because I'm sure somewhere along the lines I probably missed it with my daughter and my son and I'm being as honest and uh now it's like hey come here give me an extra hug yeah <laughs> and uh, I wasn't affectionate right about two years ago a year year ago it's not affectionate it felt weird giving a hug or to actually smile I still have a problem taking pictures with people I'm working on that but <laughs> takes time yes. takes time um but yeah now it's that I'm actually digging in even deeper deeper to say okay so now the outside is getting fixed what are we doing about this inside right and they go hand in hand the outside is easy to fix Very. it's the inside getting all those little crevices and getting the dust out and and that's it's important um I, I will say this that in this journey I've met awesome people and I didn't see it before about the shoulders and the, so I'm right. now learning to focus and bring that out are you ever unsure of the next steps in your life of course and I carry fear at times too how do you deal with that um Learning to deal with the present. Mm. I'm learning to deal with the present. And those are the techniques to get to the goals. The goals right now can be um, a little fearful because I'm getting closer. Right. And um, I understand that I'm human. Ego has to be checked. Um, it's okay. Yeah. And move forward. It's okay. I say that to me all, I say that to myself all the time. It's okay. Is that your motto? That's like you're saying. Yes. That's okay. It's okay. In order to learn, in order to speak to others and say, in order to relate and say, okay, so this is what I've done or this is what I tried. I cannot say anything to anyone unless I put myself through the trials and tribulations. Right. the trials and errors. Right. So I'm okay with making a little error here and there. But I'm moving forward. I'm not going to hold on to that. That's my technique. I do not hold on to any mistakes. So you forgive yourself. Yes. That is part of loving yourself. You must forgive yourself. To me. That's how I see it. I have chills. You must forgive yourself. Because we do not come with a booklet that says, this is what life is. Follow this. Right. We're all unique. We're all different. And that's how we push forward. Without forgiveness, you can't move on to the next step. No, and it starts within. You can't forgive anyone else. You have to forgive yourself because you have to look at yourself every day, whether it's in a mirror, whether it's just wherever. You have to look at yourself. Yeah, forgiveness is key. You have to live with yourself. You take a shower and you're alone or, you know, however you put it. When you lay down in a bed, you're inside. You have to live with yourself. You have to let whatever it is that's holding you back go. Yeah. I needed to hear that. I really, really? did. I try. I try. I work on forgiveness. But it's... it's We all do. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. And I've, I've had times where I hold on to the things that I've done or, you know, the mistakes that I've done. 
and I beat myself up about it. And I find that a lot of people do that as well. And it's, some people really don't forgive themselves. And they just, they're there. And it's a re- like a repeating pattern. And they don't get to the next step. They just relive the same step. Yes. And I think that's just... It hurts more. Yeah. It hurts more. Um, it is very difficult to forgive yourself. It is. I still have my things. Still, I'm not, not perfect. Mm-hmm. But um, and you become stagnant, and then you have to say, "Do I really want to stay here? How can you open up doors for other things to work for you if you're still stuck?" That's the part that um, I'm not sure how to explain how to pull. Right. Um, how would I pull out of whatever? Like, okay, for instance, if the other night I came home. Few weeks ago, this is funny. Excuse me, this is a few, funny ass story. Okay. <laughs> I come home. My weakness, pizza. I love. I love pizza. pizza. It could be cheese pizza. I'm okay with cheese pizza. It doesn't have to have anything on it. I'm okay. Come home. I'm fasting because I do um, sixteen hours off from eating. Well, I do twelve to sixteen. Right. And eight hours is where I feast, and. Um, it's been working for me. It's like about three or four weeks I've been doing it. Okay. So I think it's about two, three weeks ago, let's just say. I came home from work. I work 4 to 12. Come home. It's 1.30 in the morning. Ugh. What do I see? Pizza boxes on the stove. I said, these motherfuckers, they couldn't put the pizza away. I'm, remember, I'm not supposed to eat. This is my hours to come home, take a shower, lay down. I hear... Nova, you know you want a slice. I walk over to the box. And I kid you not. I looked at the box. I said, no, I don't want none. Fight it. I said, you got this. You can fight it. Fight it, fight it, fight it. And I'm fighting. I'm like, oh, Nova, it's deep dish. I said, oh, it is deep dish. <laughs> I love deep dish. Oh, I was like, oh. And it's she- I said, it must have been my son. My son and me are so much alike. So much alike. I said, oh, is that marble? I think it's Domino's has the marble, <gasps> chocolate, yeah. the thick, something like that, right? It's not your cheat day. I said, you got a couple of more days. I said, oh. Okay, so I had two slices. I okay. ate one cold, and the other one I said, oh, no, I got to have this one. I put it in my microwave. Nuked it, nuked the, the chocolate, whatever. But the catch is, I didn't wake up and say, you know what, I did all this. Forget everything I've done. Right. I forgave myself. What I said was, okay, my cheap day, I moved it up to this pizza. Yeah. It was great. Okay. But I wasn't satisfied. Right. You know, I wasn't satisfied. It wasn't my day. Right. The discipline kicks in. Yeah. But I didn't let that. That's what I mean by forgiving. Did it. It's over. Move on. Yeah. That's what works for me. Yeah. And, just move on. And make sure that the following day, I just go back to my greens or whatever it is that I eat yeah. and everything else. That's so, what I mean. yeah. I'm sorry I gave this long Oh, no, it's, out, but. it's a great example. It's like you have your routine. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had my routines, for example, and then I went on vacation. And I went on vacation for a week, and they had every food known to man. And I found myself on the first day stuffing my vase with the chocolate fountain and I was like this is gonna be bad you know and I I was beating myself up a bit and then you know I said to myself 
Okay, if you're going to eat more than you regularly do, just go to the gym. Okay. At least take a walk for 45 minutes in the morning before you start your day. And that was kind of like a makeup, like, mm-hmm. okay, fine, just forgive yourself and continue. Because if you're just there thinking about all the food that you ate and how mm-hmm. horrible it was, then what's stopping you from feeling totally depressed and feeding into your emotions and eating more yes and doing it all over again and falling back yeah and then saying you know i'm a horrible person and that's how you uh end up i and i don't believe in labels either right i've heard people say that they've done what i did with the pizza and then they're oh my god maybe i have a food um i don't want to say a food addiction but they'll say like maybe something's wrong with me or right i stay away from labeling myself. Mm-hmm. And I wish others did that too. Because when you label yourself, then you feed into labeling yourself right. and everyone else and you become judgmental. And it's just an emotional downfall. Is a right. Poor, is, right. So. That's very true. Because if, if, you, if you're going to say, I'm this way, I'm this way, I'm this way, you're, you may just become that way. Yeah. Because that's what you're telling yourself every single day. Mm-hmm. And why can't it just be, I came home at 1.30 in the morning, I ate a damn slice of pizza, and I moved on. That's it. That's it? That's it. I went back to doing my push-ups and everything else. The following day, I think we had a class, and that was it. Yeah. I think it was that day. I don't know. Forgot about, about it. You forgot about the Yeah, pizza. I don't even know what day. <laughs> but it was good. i tell you that much. It was good. I was like, I'll never do that crap again. I would dominate. I was like, I gotta be better pizza next time. <laughs> what would you tell your past self now what would i tell my past self um thank you thank you thank you i like that thank you thank you thank you thank you i wasn't ready Mm. thank you thank you for uh building a life for the children because i used to live in harlem and then we moved to jersey city Right. And thank you for working hard and doing those doubles and busting your ass. Because I, right. I was a young mom. I right. had my kids at 17. So right. My daughter 17 and my son at 20, 21. Right. And um, thank you. Because now I'm kid free. <laughs> <laughs> and now you could really work yes, on things on me that, yeah. and things like that. So thank you. Thank you for not uh, falling into statistics, like the right. so-called statistics. Right. So I might have had, you know, weight or whatever, and I might have not had everything, but I worked for those kids. My husband and I, we worked together for those kids. Right. Well, thank you. Oh, thank you. This is so inspiring. Awesome. I can't wait to share this. I've got to ask why. Why? Yes. Aside, like, cause this was weird to me. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, okay, open up, open up. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> so may I please ask why? Why? I think that you re- reminded me a lot of myself a couple of years ago. And even now, you had wrote a post about being shy and trying to move out of your comfort zone and you know, loving yourself and how far you've come. And 
it was, I remember reading that post and I was so moved by it because I felt like there are times within my journey that I feel very alone and not everybody will understand your journey and that's okay. But I think that being able to find a tribe that's kind of going through the same things as you and can really relate is so important because that's how you build a really strong community. And I think that is one of the biggest things for for anything that you do is having that tribe and being around people that root for you and that share the same things that you're going through. And I think that's why I chose to write you and ask you to be on this podcast because it was just so inspiring, your journey. And it's it's a it's a journey that I get to follow and and watch you grow through. So I think that's why. I'm that's watching why you too. Because <laughs> I'm looking forward to see where this podcast goes and the project of Love Yourself. This is amazing. Thank, thank you. you. Really, thank you. Well, I'm so glad that you came to speak with me. And I can't wait to share. And you are totally an inspiration. And I really hope that other people are inspired by everything that you said today. And I hope that other people take away some things from this podcast because it's so it's so great to hear your story thank you again it's so great i'm just a normal person i'm human just like everybody else and i love that yeah down to earth let's talk that's it and you know what's great about this podcast i hope this is recording that it's not staged this is real life this is not something that uh you know, and I appreciate you didn't say, so did you do it naturally? Because I get that a lot, too. But how did you do it naturally? Did you get the surgery? You get that a lot. You do get and that a lot. And I have nothing against surgery, but I'm doing it natural. And I had some courage, because this was big for you, said in the beginning, yes, yes. to reach out to me. And I'm glad that um, I was welcoming and warm enough that you felt like, you know what, I'm going to reach out. That's amazing. awesome. That's all I ever want to be with everyone, is warm enough. To have people say, hey, let me, you know, just let me just say hi. It's okay. Come say hi. It's okay. Yeah. It's awesome. Gotta be a good human. Yes, we all do. Yes, very true. That's how we all learn. I'm so glad you came. Thank you again. Yay. (laughs)